Welcome, welcome, welcome to Slack episode 146. It's your boy A Dub. And it was Trizzy back in the building. What's good, Swaggers out there? Yeah, we back at it. Another Tuesday checking in. Uh, we already got some Slackers in the building. We want to welcome everybody to the show and let you guys know how much we appreciate your participation, your likes, your comments, your engagement, all that. Um, it really keeps the show rolling for us, so we do appreciate it. We got Aunt. Hello from Texas. What's good? Yes, sir. What's going on, fam? And we got Kelly in the building already as well. Happy Tuesday. So that's what's up. Thank you guys for being here. Um, this is going to be kind of a Slack Express. We'll see how long we go. We got a couple definitely big topics that we want to hit and then a couple that we'll through, cruise through too. So you know how we do. Um, we also got more Texas in the house. Anthony Weston, what's good? What's up, In his house. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me let me make sure I say that correctly. Um, but yeah, so we're back at it. Um, we're going to um, go ahead and pull up our graphics real quick. And go ahead and get into the business. But um, before we do that, we do want to add our last member of the panel for tonight. You know him, you love him. It's Marcus in the building. What's good? What's up? What's up, peoples? Welcome back to the show. Appreciate you. We got the close-up view. We got the kicks in the background and everything. That's what's up. Oh, funny man. <laughs> I, left my, I left my original stuff, so we we doing something different today. It's all good. You always come through. Always come through, looking clean, sounding good. So we appreciate you. Um, also got Pops in the building. Hello, hello. Pops. Welcome in, Pops. Um, we know he'll have some things to say today, as always. So let's go ahead and get this thing popping. Um, let's jump into our first topic of the day. Um, here we go. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tuned to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. Um, this is our lightest um, topic right now. You know, we are in the offseason like we always talk about, um, but we do have a couple things going, including our schedule release prediction contest. Um, we're going to go over Strizzy and I's predictions today, and we actually decided to kind of extend it a little bit, um, give you guys kind of an example of what we're looking for, and then see if anybody else wants to join in. Um, but we do got the countdown going, 86 days to kick off, and a little bit of player news. Um, nothing too crazy, but some more holdouts and some more people actually reporting into camp. Um, number one being Lamar Jackson. Um, he actually did finally show up to camp. He hasn't missed any mandatory sessions, but the mandatory sessions do start tomorrow. He showed up in camp and Strizzy, I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that. Um, he's going into his last contract year. Do you think he'll play um, under this contract or do you think he'll get some security before things start? Uh, he'll, he'll play, he'll play under it. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of weird to me that they haven't signed him yet. You know what I mean? Like what, what, what Lamar has been able to do um, without a real like number one receiver. Cause in my opinion, I, I think Hollywood's a solid number two. I don't, I don't, I don't have him as a, as a, as a number one receiver. You know what I mean? Um, throwing the ball. I mean, it's, it's 70% just two years ago. Um, you know, to me, he's, you know, cam 2.0, but he's like cam 1.0. He's a better passer, much, much faster agile. So they definitely need to do right by this man and pay him. Um, I, I can't see them going uh, going too much into the future without him. So it definitely depends on so that he's playing under an actual contract and not risking him getting injured out there was on his last year his rookie contract on his rookie deal. Yeah, I agree. I think that's definitely the reason he didn't participate in any of the voluntary stuff, um, for sure. So also Stephanie Washington in the building. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's good? What's good? Um. Anthony Weston says Tyreek is still talking about Pat and Chiefs and nobody or Chiefs care to respond. Yeah, it's true. I have been seeing some of that. What do you think about the noise 
about uh, coming around uh, Tyreek Hill, Marcus, and also the comparisons from like Tua and Patrick Mahomes. What do you think about that? I just think he's trying to convince himself. I think he know he made a bad decision. <laughs> he's trying to convince himself that he did the right thing. He know he didn't. But uh, if he if he just leave it because he, he you can pay more money, so just leave it like leave it like that. You know you're not going to a better quarterback. You're not you're not, you, did, you didn't go to a better deal. So and he right. he's, he's going to see the uh, he's going to see why he should have stayed where he was at. But you go yeah. for the you go for the money like they always say, all money ain't good money. So you'll yeah. see. Well, he got his ring, so maybe that's all <laughs> yeah. we needed. So like at this point, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All money is good money right now. <laughs> he got, he got, his, he got his championship, not get the millions. But I, but I agree kind of with that sentiment. Like, if you're going to go for the cash, then just, just leave the other stuff alone, you know. Yeah, exactly. But we also got some other guys on here. Terry McLaurin, he has decided he's going to hold out of the commander's offseason um, uh, activities until he has a new deal. He was kind of like the third young receiver um, including like Debo and, and DK Metcalf. So we'll see if I don't think he's going to be on the move realistically, but I do think that they'll cave and give him some kind of a contract. Um, the other guy we got up there is Dalton Schultz. He was holding out. He did hold out the first week of mandatory, but he reported in um, today. So he's um, he can't be holding out. Man. Stop it. Get your I know he, he wants big money, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm glad that he kind of is re- maybe realizing and, and going to go ahead and. Uh, reporting and so that's what it is um pops pops has some comments about tyreek hill um for sure um the last two guys we have on here is jimmy grappolo and uh baker mayfield two people that we two quarterbacks that we think still might be on the move i'm not really sure but we are monitoring their situation as we uh, continue this countdown towards the preseason and the kickoff so i don't know jimmy gonna leave man i think he gonna be there again watch I know. I think Seattle might make a sneaky move for one of these two guys. I'm not sure, um, but I think that there are maybe a couple different people. You've talked about uh, the Texans too, like maybe a couple different teams that might want quarterbacks. So um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I just I just feel that I think Jimmy gonna stay because if you gonna you could have been moved him. You're gonna move him. Why wait until this last minute to move it? And then Baker, the reason he's having left, they trying to see what's gonna happen with their quarterback. So yeah. that's why he's there, but I, I, I don't, I don't think uh, Jimmy gonna get. I, I think Wisconsin likes him, so yeah. I don't know, man. They maybe Lansing they try to get himself somewhere else. I'm kind of, I'm with Marcus actually. Like you know how the how the Patriots did with when they when they drafted Mac, and they basically were like, we're, you know, we we're gonna let go of Cam early because we don't even want to go in with the competition. Like we mm-hmm. we're moving forward, we're going for it, and I feel like if they were gonna move Jimmy, they would have done the exact same thing. You know what I mean, like. Trey Lance is our guy. We got to move forward. We can't have two potential number one quarterbacks on our roster, so we got to move him. But I, he ain't gone yet. I'm, I'm with I'm with Marcus. I think they keep him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Checking in on the comments real quick. We have Grace in the building. She says, "Happy Grace. full moon today. Oh, Everybody be safe out there. Hopefully that uh, full moon is bringing some good energy everyone's <laughs> way." Oh, <laughs> uh, Anthony West says he can see Jimmy in Seattle. Ugg says Geno Smith is scheduled to start for the Seahawks. Good luck. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think Drew Locke would, uh, would probably take that start. Um, I also got Bell in the building. Happy Tuesday. Um, welcome. Welcome in. Uh, appreciate you being here on the show. Always. All right. So let's do this. It's time, Strizzy. We're going to put you on the spot first, uh, cause that's how I do. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about our schedule predictions real quick, and we're going to start with the Panthers and, um, and this is going to be kind of an example of what you guys can submit to. We're going to have some kind of a prize or contest 
uh, when we come back to this at the end of the season. So um, let's go ahead and jump into the Panthers. <clears throat> Strizzy, talk me through talk me through um, your predictions for their home and away schedule. <laughs> God dang, man. All the bells, dog. Listen, I have to base my picks based off of how they did last year. I have no idea what we're going to look like. We haven't. I mean, we, we drafted a quarterback, which I think is a good quarterback, um, you know what I'm saying, in the uh, kind of like earlier middle rounds, uh, taking Corral. So, uh, but, you know, the NFC South, even though it's not looking good, I don't think we're going to sweep anybody. You know what I mean? So I some of the uh, lower teams, you know what I mean, we'll get a win at home versus the Falcons, win at home versus the Saints. I think we lose both games to the Bucs. You know, Tom Brady's coming back. They still have the majority of their weapons. Um, they're not going to have Chris until, uh, you know, later on in the year probably. But still, they're going to be good enough to probably get us. Um, I'm hoping the offensive line that we revamped, you know what I'm saying, will, will come into play. But if it doesn't, it's it, you know, that 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 is literally uh, Sam Darnold's best bet. If our offensive line can hold up, if it can't, he's just going to perform that's going to be the same way he's done his whole career, not just last year. So um, we keep beating the Cardinals, so eventually they're going to have to beat us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we can't keep beating them every single year for the last, what, like five, six times I think we played them, we've gotten them. Um, so they're going to be looking, especially the way they started the season last year and we came in there and, like, really upset them. It's going to be a hard – it's going to be a tough game to uh, tough game to win. Uh, San Francisco is still much better coached than we are, so they still have a couple of questions, you know what I mean, with a possible quarterback change, but I still think we lose to them too. Uh, Steelers have a great defense. Nothing's changed there. And uh, even last year, you know, we even with our defense, we struggled uh, a lot against really good defensive teams. So that's a problem. <laughs> Browns, we might have a shot at beating the Browns, but still – one of them things was like they still have a really great ground attack and they don't do a lot. They, the Browns don't do a lot like anything great, but they do do a lot of things good. Uh, I, I'm looking at the Lions to revamp a little bit. They kind of came came alive a little bit at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but, but come on, y'all should get that one. That's the only one I, I definitely had to stop you on. We, the Lions and you guys are playing at home? Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely hope so. Uh, my my most of this is like my I have no faith in Sam Darnold, uh, and hopefully hopefully by that game, maybe we we decided to make a quarterback change, and uh, so we'll we'll see. You now I'm saying this this schedule is definitely still up in the air. You know what I mean? Uh, Broncos great defense. Now they've got their starting quarterback. I don't think there's any way we win this game. Honestly, uh, I think the Broncos are gonna are gonna challenge the Chiefs next year for that division. In my opinion. Uh, and then just going to the away games, like I said, we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna sweep the Falcons. We'll beat them once. They'll beat us once. Same thing with the Saints. Um, uh, I, I hope. I hope that uh, Winston comes back healthy. He looked actually pretty good last year in his first couple of starts before he, you know tearing his ACL. So I'm actually, I'm like, I'm kind of rooting for him, but I'm kind of not. You know what I'm saying? Because you know he does play for the Saints, but we'll see. Right. Um, I, I do think that the Bucks sweep us though. They, they got us last year. I think they get us again this year. An away game against the defending Super Bowl champs? I don't think so. Uh, I think we might be able to get the Seahawks. It depends on kind of what mental state they're in. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, you know, they lost, they lost, uh, lost Russ. Ground games up for grabs. Uh, we'll see what DK's mindset's in as well with playing with uh, whoever he's going to be uh, being thrown to. If the Ravens are healthy, uh, that's a loss too. And uh, Bengals are coming off of potentially winning the Super Bowl last year, so I think they actually get better than, than they do worse. And we lost to the Giants last year, and I thought we should have beat them. 
and uh, we'll, we'll see if McAdoo can uh, do something against his former team. So hopefully we can we can get that up there too. Gotcha. Dang, that's rough. That's rough. Anthony Weston says tank for Bama QB. Is that was that what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I don't see this being too, too great next year. I, I'm hoping I'm a little bit wrong, but uh, I really want to – I'm done with Darnold. We, I think we've seen what we can see from him. I really want to see, you know, Coral do what he can do earlier, you know, sooner than sooner than later, you know what I mean, to see whether or not we have to go after a quarterback next year. You know what I mean? Kind of like how the Cardinals did with Kyler. So, we'll, we'll see. Dang. That's sure. rough. Well, you – I don't know how many games – I know it's home on the way, but I don't know how many you're going to lose in a row. So, he might get in there. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah. Really. That's my boy. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty hyped about that pick. You know what I mean? I think it's a really good uh, a really good quarterback playing in the FCC. So, you know, there's always that. But, uh, I mean, he's looked pretty decent so far. I've seen some of the training camp stuff that they've been going on. Um, his ball looks good. So, let's just hope it continues, you know, since through his pro career. Gotcha. All right, that's what's up. Well, um, for your um, pessimistic outlook, potentially, <laughs> to my more a little bit more optimistic outlook for my Cowboys, um, I was looking at this, and I came up with 12-5 and five schedule. We'll, we'll run through it, and I think I'm probably probably wrong on a couple of these. You know, maybe it'll come down a little bit, but the schedule actually for the Cowboys um, on the flip side actually looks um, um, pretty straightforward and pretty legit, so um, – I'll run through this real quick, and then we'll 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 um, see what you guys think. But I got the Bucks starting off. I think we'll probably lose that game. Um, that's going to be d- a tough fight. Um, we were almost got them last time, but I'm not sure. I think early on in the year, especially they they'll kind of potentially come out sharp. Maybe we'll still be figuring stuff out. Then we have the Bengals. I think we can beat them. I think especially if we lose that first game, we'll come back a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Giants and the Commanders. Not too worried about them, honestly, in the division. Um, then next up, the Rams going to the Rams. I think that's going to be a tough game. I have a, that's a loss there. Um, then Eagles, Lions, Bears. I think we could, should sweep those. Um, I, do, I don't think we're going to beat the Eagles twice, though, so I definitely think we're going to drop this one or the later one. Um, then that would be going into the bye week. Coming off of the bye week, we have an emotional away game for the coach. I don't know if we'll have enough to get it done. I feel like he'll be going for fourth and one, like, early on in the first quarter, blow that game, so – um then we have vikings and the giants i think we can beat both of them i think the vikings are kind of still like run of the mill like they are just um you know always kind of average um but at home they do play well so that one that one could be a little bit tougher than it seems um then i have the colts i really like what the colts did this offseason i really think they're going to be good and especially by this time of year i think that they're going to be um kind of having some momentum and knowing what's going on um texas jaguars uh, that should be no problem. Um, Eagles, again, I think we're going to drop one of those games. And then the Titans and the Commanders, I think we should probably beat them. So I don't know. I'm thinking it's going to be 12-5, and five, maybe an 11-6 and six there. Um, but Marcus, as a fellow Cowboys fan, I wanted to know what you kind of thought about these matchups and, and, and my predictions there. I, I think it's pretty good. I, I agree with everything. But I will probably swipe the Colts for the Titans' loss. I think we beat. I think we beat the Colts with Matt, Matt Ryan that, that far in the season. I think he'll beat him himself. So I think we'll be kind of oiled up and ready, playing some good defense then. So I think we'll win that one. But it's 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 gonna be kind of. Uh, it's gonna be. Is that a, is it a home game with the Titans? Or yeah, it uh, no, sorry, it's away. It's at the Titans. So it's gonna be kind of cold. So you got hearing run the ball. So 
I would I would swap that out for uh that we might lose that one and we'll win, you know. Cause I don't think because we do if we're doing that well, I don't think Dak plays that game in gotcha. game. So I will swap the coats for the Titans. I think everything else is pretty good. Gotcha. All right, that's what's up. Yeah, I hope that's and that's of course assuming good health and everything like that. Um yeah. and again being 86 days to kick off. So we'll see. Um Unk says, "Stay tuned for Stephen A's predictions on Dallas' upcoming season." So I don't know if he's going to drop it in. Or we don't speak Stephen A on this podcast. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Washington, she's she's with me. That's what's up. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking though. Again, we talk about that the NFC East hasn't had a repeat champion for a really long time since the '90s, but I think this will be the year. I think that the Cowboys should be able to defend it and go again to the playoffs. So uh, we'll see from there. Um, that's all we really had for NFL talk that we invite you guys to throw out yours and, um, Marcus, we're repping the start. You're repping the start. That's super appropriate. So, um, that's <laughs> what's, um, I like how you're thinking about the season. Uh, Strizzy, what do you think though? You think the Cowboys could potentially win the NFC East again? Dude, I had the <laughs> early on, I had them into the Super Bowl last year, truth be told. So like, uh, uh, I, I think they can win it again. I think, I think it'll be really tough between uh, them and the Eagles. I think the Eagles really, I know don't, I know you don't want to hear that, but they really revamped their roster this year. But I, but I still, they're weak. Great players. draft picks. Great yeah, draft man. Picks. They, yeah, they, they had a really good draft too. But, but at the end of the day, their, their weak link is their, it, you know, it's supposed to be their best player, the quarterback. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think they could only go as far as Jalen Hurst could take them. You know what I mean? And I, I definitely don't have him better than Dak. So um, I, I, I do like this. I think this might be one of those years they actually repeat uh, Gavin the division again. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I might, I might place a little wager on them uh, to get back to the you know, Super Bowl. So we'll, we'll see. That's what's up. It's just, it's just, it's just a better time just getting there. They, they just got to get both sides of the ball on, on track together. Like it's at the same time. It's, yeah. yeah. It's offense and defense sucks or defense is doing well and offense is struggling. But as soon as they can get both on track at the same time, watch out. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a scary team. Truth be told. Well, we'll see. Definitely though, teams like the Bengals getting through, um, you know, really is like one of those things that kind of reminds you that, Hey, if you get hot at the right time, it's only like, you know, so many wins to get to the Super Bowl. So we'll see. Um, all right. <laughs> Like, no, nah, he was messing around though. Okay. <laughs> hey, the the Eagles, they're they're a big receiver. I forget his name. I think he went to South Carolina. Is he still playing there? What's I can't think of his name right now. Ooh. The uh, Eagles, the big receiver. He's he's always hurt. AJ Brown? No, 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 no. His <sighs> other dudes, Devontae Smith, they got on their roster. I don't know about South Carolina receiver. He's a he's he's a veteran. I don't think he he started with the uh, the Bears and then he got traded there. Oh. Um, he was real good. I'm I know Jeffrey. Anthony. On. I don't know if he's still yeah, there. Jeffrey. Yeah, is is he still playing? Is he retired or? I don't know. I don't think he's on the roster anymore. Playing, oh, okay. I don't think he put it down last year, did he? I don't think so. Okay, I didn't know he officially retired. He was just hurt. So, I know what you mean though. When he was away, when he was healthy, he was a beast. But that was his problem: was staying healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Unk says Aaron Donald has a new contract. We did talk about that. Def- definitely getting paid thirty million a year. Yeah. The only non-quarterback making that kind of money. And then he also talked about Coach Del Rio and hot water over remarks made. Um, we'll probably have to come back to that one on another show. Um, we can use that for for more of the off season since we'll we'll have time to kind of talk about that. But that one's kind of interesting to break down. So I'll, I'll I'll put something together maybe for next week for that one. I will um, say this though. I think y'all beat the Bucks. I think y'all open up with the Dub. I hope so. That would be dope. Like, trust me, like, that's what I'm wanting, you know. 
They uh, they won't they won't have the guy who scored on us at the end of the game. Y'all right. won't want to be there. So I think I think the Bengals is I think the Bengals is more of a toss up game than the Bucks. But I I think y'all get the Bucks. Truth be told, I think y'all get the Bucks. Gotcha. And yeah, Unk says, "Why don't we try to come into a Dallas?" We, we say it, but we gotta do it this year, man. <laughs> COVID is over. Man, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get to Dallas. I'm trying to get to North Carolina. <laughs> right, I'm trying to get we definitely got to come there. together and look at look at the schedules real quick and see see what we can we can figure out in between all all of our schedules. But that was realistic. You know what I'm saying? What's realistic? I, I wish we played the Rays this year away, but no, not yet. That we could get to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I even I did look at going to the Rams game, driving out there, but man, that was uh, the tickets. Yeah, for the Rams. It was, yeah, it's gonna be even higher now since they won Super Bowl. So, oh, yeah, yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, but we'll definitely that would be tight. Get some more material for the YouTube. Do a little Slack road trip for sure, for sure. And um, but yeah, but that's our um, NFL talk. Let's go ahead and keep this thing uh, moving. All right, NBA talk. Um, we had um, a pretty good game five last night. Golden State held court at home. First time Boston had lost uh, back-to-back games this entire playoffs, and the first time the Warriors are now in the lead in the series going back to Boston. Um, Steph Curry made no three-pointers, which which kind of became sort of a storyline, um, but he was cold, but in, in his absence um, a little bit, uh, Wiggins definitely went off, and um, – I want to hear your guys' thoughts on the series, but I'm just calling it right now. I think Wiggins is going to uh, steal the MVP, the finals MVP from Steph, um, based on what we saw last night and based on what may or may not happen in these next couple of games. But what do you guys think about the uh, the series so far? Give me one second. Go ahead, Marcus. First of all, you, it's, there's no way he's getting MVP from Steph. There's no way. He's he going to have to hit 50 the next two games. And we know he's not doing that. Steph already hit 43, so he's definitely not getting that many points. He did he did his what he's supposed to be doing, you know. So yeah. Clay wasn't on, Steph wasn't on. He's supposed to do that. That's what you they brought you in there for. So he did his job. So, but he's definitely not Steph not and that, that, that happened again. So I think Steph will come out and have a great game. Um I think I think they close him out. You know, Boston's not really a feel for at home. So I think Steph that's the bad thing about it. If Steph had a great game this game, then you know he's he gonna run the gas in Boston. But he had a bad game at home, so you know he's going to explode next game like he did before, and he's going to close them out. So I see him hitting – I see him hitting another 40-point game, so at least 45 again. So too bad for the Celtics, you know, so they don't do it. Yeah. No, that's what's up. No, I, I know. I'm kind of messing around, but it is funny that it seems like every finals that the Warriors end up winning, there's a circumstance in which, you know, Curry's just, you know, um, you know a little bit off. Or has you know something like like last night where it's just like kind of a flute game that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. will remember. Um, but yeah, but uh, you know, as Unk says, you know, Wiggins play well, but he will not win the MVP. He just plays solid. I think him playing solid helps the whole team out. You know, everybody don't have to force pool on the he gonna have to play a great game, play on have a great game. So if Wiggins stay like around 18, 20 points, I think he balances them out. So they don't have to have a great, great game. So and even yeah. I think even Draymond he he stepped up a little bit uh, last last game to kind of help him out a little bit too. But I think uh, it's gonna be it's hard to close out a team. It's hard to close out even especially in the finals. It's gonna be hard to close my at home. So but I I think the pressure gonna be more on the Celtics because this before you know the other round they went because it's gonna be the, it's gonna be all the game seven that they, they win this game right every every round went game seven right. 
Right. If they win so, yeah, so it's on. No, the they, 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 swept, they swept the Nets. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the last, the last three uh, rounds, it was kind of uh, game seven. So, I just, I just feel that it's going to be kind of hard. The Lux going to run out, and like I said, I don't trust Tatum. He has to come, but he's not going to, he's not going to help him out. So, yeah. My bad. My uh, my daughter called me. They're on vacation with their mom, so I had to, I had to pick that one up. Oh no, 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 no problem at all. Um, but yeah, what do you think though? You think the the Warriors close them out, or do you think this goes game seven? I think the words close him out. Um, I can't. I, I heard the Wiggins thing. I, I, I love how he pulled up the slack <laughs> last game, but uh, Steph, Steph had one mediocre game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll say it's bad for Steph, but it was still a mediocre Bad for Steph. Yeah, definitely you know, bad for yeah. Steph. You know what I mean? But the last the last four, though, you know what I'm saying? He ball, he balls out. So I don't think it takes away the, MV, the MVP from him, but I think they close it out. It's like I said, in game one, uh, the Warriors shouldn't have lost that game. They, they went cold, uh, kind of let the. Let their foot off the break in game one. You know, this could easily be over right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, so they, they've kind of had the Celtics number. Um, and, and I think they finish it off. You know, Steph doesn't have a good game. Uh, Wiggins take up the slack. You know, Clay, Clay didn't have a huge game, but he had a decent one too. They they still kind of pulled together, even though their, their best player didn't play very well. So um, I understand they were at home during that game, but I, I still think for the majority of this series, Golden State's been kind of beating down on them. And, and, uh, like Marcus said, Jason Tatum, he he played well in the prior games, but he's been kind of fading away in in, in this series in particular. So um, I think they need a huge game from Jason in order to to make it a game seven. But I think the Warriors, even though they're uh, going to Boston, I think they're going to play this game like it's a like a home game and like it's a game seven. You know what I mean? Like let's not go to seven. Let's finish this off now. Right. And and truth be told, Boston plays better away than they do at home anyway. So. I kind of, kind of like going to say to finish it off. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think they should treat it that way and just go ahead and go for it, you know, um, just try to finish it off in game six. So checking mm-hmm. on the uh, the comments real quick. Unk says Celtics need someone with a mid-range shot. Um, and that's true. They haven't really had much of that in the middle. They're either going to the bucket or, or trying to shoot threes, shooting a lot of threes, mm-hmm. it seems like. Um um, Pop says Wiggins is the difference. Always been a player. Critics are stupid. Guys are baller in this MVP. Uh, we'll see though. I, I don't know though. I, I still I do think though that this is. Um, nah, I don't think. I think the critics are on. Like, the critics are right. Like he he think about it. He hasn't had. He had, he has rookie year. He had a great year, you know. But other than that, he wasn't like that. He fell off a little bit. But he went to. You go to a good team like the Warriors. They are gonna make you better. That's what happened. He got. Yeah. He's on a good team. So, but I think the critics are right. I don't think he. I still don't think he's paying out what he's supposed to be. He had this good year this year and his rookie year, but other than that, I don't think he like what the team was. He was he was doing what he's supposed to be doing. That's why he got traded to the Warriors because they you can't get a good Wiggins to the Warriors. So he got over there because he wasn't that good of a player. So he is what he is. And even the Warriors said they didn't say it, but like you know their mindset was basically like, all right, we just need somebody on the wing until Clay gets back. You know what I mean? Like their mindset wasn't like. Oh, cool. We're gonna get Wiggins because you know eventually we're gonna get rid of Clay. Like that was never the mindset. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it worked out. I, I'm with you on that. He, I, I think he's playing well within his role on this team. Well, he, I, I'd say he's playing above average of his role on this team, right? I don't think they really expected him to play this well, but but he is playing well. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, was it true comments. too about the about the goal too? They said the goal was higher than it's supposed to have been in Boston. I think game two or something. 
Cause they put, I guess it's a stick you put the, to to uh, see how tall the goal is, and yeah, it was like it wasn't touching the floor. I was like, God, <laughs> dang! Somebody complained that it was higher than I don't know if it was Steph or Clay, but somebody complained that the game the goal was higher than it's supposed to be. So they measured it and it showed that it was higher. I was like, dang, that's funny. But it would make sense, like that. You know, they they know what they're shooting on usually, so. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't right, it, they would know. <laughs> Stuff's um, like my floaters just ain't floating the way they're supposed to be. Right. Uh, Stephanie Washington, I definitely agree. Go anybody but the Celtics. So get, get the Celtics <laughs> up out of here. Um, yeah, I'm ready for that to over. be over. Um, and if Golden State have Wiseman moving over in four, I agree. Um, you think he'd make a big difference, though? Wiseman? I think I think he's just, yeah, like he's pretty legit. Even though. I mean, I don't know. Even though they have, I think he's supposed to be, but I don't know if he showed that he was going to be. I think lonely. I think he'll been good as lonely. I don't think he'll been better than that. Gotcha. But I don't I know. I haven't, I haven't seen him play. Offensive player though. Why? Like, oh, okay. actually has a mid-range jumper, so oh, that definitely okay. that definitely helps Steph out. You know, with pick and roll because you know Draymond's got to be one of the worst off you know offensive scoring players in the NBA. Oh, okay. okay. That really okay. kind of takes away from the, the the pick and roll, you know, pick and shoot type deal. So Wiseman kind of helps with that. I know he had a I know he had like a little jump shot. I didn't know that. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pops disagrees with us about Wiggins. He said the press made expectations for him. So um but I don't know Pop like does like he's the number one drop. Was he the number one pick? Yeah he was so you he has a he, that's an expectation. You you number one pick, you gotta do your do your job. But I don't yeah. know. I, 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 I like Wiggins like, though. I do like Wiggins. I like it since he was at Kansas. I like him, but I don't know. I just he is good. I think he is good. I just think I just thought him going to the Warriors because he he wasn't playing well. Like they didn't get a steal, you know. Like just, he wasn't living up there. to his potential. Yeah, that's all I thought. To me, a good Wiggins. I don't think you 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 able to get him to the Warriors. So I don't think they. So I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, I think I, I think. Pops is on the money when he said press makes the you know made the expectations, but you're a number one pick. The expectations are already high. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's you know they're, just, they're already high. You know what I mean, I, I remember the expectations. I remember the expectations for uh, he was the number one pick, but he was number two from Miami. Um, uh, what's my boy's name? Beasley. Uh, yeah, Michael Beasley. Like expectations were extremely high for him too, and he just and he never really panned out. Even yeah. though he is a baller, he just he, he is man. He's, <laughs> he's more mental. He's yeah, more yeah, mental, exactly. maybe. Yeah, so. he can put the ball in the basket, but just I think expectations, just and, and everything else is got to him. Yeah, and honestly, I think to me, I think Wiggins should be better. Honestly, me. Well, I think he's gonna show, and like I said, he's gonna steal the MVP. MVP. Um, <laughs> it will be every. It will be kind of funny. He yeah, scored fifty yeah. next game and get it. I'm like God. Man, if Steph had another off game, but it, but it, like if they if another game like last night, I think maybe I don't know. But he has a score of more than twenty six though, though, right? Either like at least thirty five, right? Gotcha, like, yeah. Area. But he's yeah. putting the, the defining moments because the same thing in the Mavericks series, like when he had that dunk, it was like that was like the that was like when it was officially over. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, um, right. But the other thing on here, Kenny. <laughs> <Seth Atkinson. Perkins>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Sam, man. Oh Sam. He he's the biggest bust ever because he was he went before Jordan, right? Yep. Is that the guy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so he's the biggest bust ever, man. <laughs> oh, but the that last was, that, was, that, was, that was Portland's problem. Man. Nothing <laughs> that was Portland's doing. They messed that up. Similar to when they messed up the whole um 
Kevin Durant and um, Greg Oden too. But I don't think they messed up though. You you already have a shooting guard, Clyde Dressler. You can't drop. You can't draft another. You know, I don't think you could do well, that. I'll say they messed up in the pre-draft evaluations because like nobody realized that he had those problems, like with his knees and his legs being like different <laughs> lengths. They didn't have the technology stuff. like they have now. They probably figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, but um. But um, Kenny Atkinson is the last person on here that he is uh, was hired by the Hornets. So uh, so no, so no, um, no Mike D'Antoni for for Michael Jordan. They they hired um, Kenny Atkinson. That's the second Warriors coach uh, hired this offseason. So that's the guy that's on the bottom screen here. Yeah, that's who's down there. He looked looked like a a mobster, so I didn't know who he was. He kind of does look like a slickster. Yeah, he, got um, Pat, he got the Pat. He got the Pat Riley slip. So <laughs> yeah, he got yeah. that Pat Riley. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sam Bowie and Anthony Weston. Yeah, he said you know Kobe shot six to seventeen in closeout games. Some players have off games, and it's true. I'm just saying if he has multiple, multiple, maybe I don't know. How many? How many points did he score though? Did he score under twenty points. Kobe. No, no. Uh, Steph last game. It was under twenty. I think it was fourteen. Oh dang! I didn't realize. Yeah, that. let me see real quick. Hold on. Because right before that game, he's averaged the third five a game. So before that game, so it's gonna bring his thing down to what? Almost. So last night, last night he was sixteen points, seven of twenty-two, zero for nine. Um, but he still had four rebounds, eight assists. Yeah. So, so but if you average thirty-five, you score sixteen. Does it bring it down like down below thirty? I mean, he's still got a forty-three. He had a forty-three-point game, a thirty-five-point game, twenty-nine-point game. Yeah, he's averaging thirty-five. He was average. I don't know how many he hit, but he was averaging thirty-five before that game. So yeah. I don't know. I, I know he's not gonna let that. He ain't let this slip out his hand this time. He ain't doing another eagle dog. He gonna get the MVP dog. Bro, yeah. look, I, I don't know what I don't know what the over under is for Steph's three pointers, but I'm taking that over. Because he and he and he he had he's more emotional away because he don't like how the fans talk to him and stuff. So he's more emotional away. So I think this is gonna be a closeout and he's gonna be emotional. I think he's he's in the gym right now shooting. So oh yeah, I just I just think he's gonna hit another forty point game and he gonna. You ain't never lie. I think Steph closes them out. He the thing is so the thing is too like Steph wants MVP. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it kind of eluded him the first time. You know, since the first championship. Then KD comes. You're no longer the best player. KD is he. He takes the he takes those two. You know what I mean? Like so. Like I feel like that's kind of been like the the thing with the their the, their first three titles is like is Steph gonna get that MVP? I, yeah. I know he wants it. It's in the back of his head. Like he's he's playing. I like think he. Game. I think he went golfing Sunday. So I, I don't think he's gonna go golfing uh, today. So I think he was shooting today. So <laughs> right. I still don't think it is whack that the NBA is pushes so many games in between because the the game six won't be until Thursday. Yeah, oh, they don't play the they don't play the they don't play tomorrow. No, no. I don't think so. Oh, I thought, oh, cause they traveling probably too, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought they play tomorrow. That's crazy. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. And then if it goes to game seven, it'll be Sunday on Father's Day because they always like to do that. So they they got to stretch out. That's what I don't like the extra games and extra days in between, honestly. Too many days. Every other day is cool. You know what I'm saying? But it's like right. three days in between. Yeah. Um, one last thing I want to touch on real quick. Anthony West says Vogel to Jazz. He is supposed to interview for the Jazz job. Um, not official yet, but that's um I don't know. What man. does Vogel have on the on the commissioner? What's going on? What, he walked into <laughs> a meeting, seen something. 
He's not that good of a coach. He needs to be an assistant somewhere, dog. Come on, man. He tapped into the wrong Zoom link or something. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's got the goods. He's a boss, man. Y'all give me a job. <laughs> right. He's like, you better keep That's me employed. Funny. That's All funny. right, but let's uh let's let's see what's up. Either way, um, the, the finals will be over the next time we, we get together, whether it's on Thursday or on Sunday. Um, so we'll definitely be back with a recap and our thoughts on the finals and then um some more like NBA offseason because the draft will be not too far behind that. So um yeah. you know if there's Boston always wins this, if, if Boston wins, I don't think AW gonna be on here Tuesday, so it's gonna be just me and Strizzy. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> be like trying to apply out how the Lakers can go back. I'm be so upset. So yeah, so so I am rooting for the Warriors to finish this thing out for sure. Um anybody but the Celtics. So <laughs> So what's next again? Other sports? Oh yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not basketball. We did that already. Oh okay, like like hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like hockey. Hockey. hockey feel okay, me? like like Oh, like baseball, yes, you know sir. Yes, sir. Like like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, other sports. Stanley Cup final starts tomorrow. That's the big story for me uh, for other sports. Super duper excited. We got the Avalanche going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, yes, the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the last two Stanley Cups in a row. Um, and I think it's going to be tough, honestly, um, to take them out, but I think the Avalanche are, you know, a very talented team, and if they, they do, can do man, I think that they can win it all. Um, but yeah, this is going to be tough. This is going to be the toughest test for the Avalanche, Avalanche for sure, in, in the playoffs so far. If they do win, how you how you how you got it going? Six or seven? What you do? I think Avalanche in six. Um, okay, I think that's what it's. I'm kind of feeling right now, uh, but. It, it's interesting because the Tampa Bay Lightning, they just play really good defense. And the Avalanche defense isn't that great, but they always outscore, you know, okay. everybody they, they play. So if they can break through this goalie, who is probably the best goalie in the NHL, um, if they can break through and score points on, on them, then I think that they can get this thing done. So, Which is funny because the last two years, Tampa Bay has been like the number one scoring team in the, <laughs> in, the, in the league. And this year, they're like, man, take the Locked under on everything, bro. Take the under because, like, they've been, they've been good defensively. You still have yeah. your uh your, your sticker, your piece of paper? Yes, I got it. I got it right here. Don't lose that, man. Don't lose that, man. It's ready right here. So we're definitely gonna that's gonna be part of the celebration once it once it happens. Um go pick that up. Anthony's got abs in uh six. Pop says abs in four or four two. So it's either gonna be a sweep or Pop's ready to get that sweep going. That would be dope, though. That would be really cool. If they did. We'll see. You don't want um, to see a good a good series. You you take the you take the sweep. I would take the sweep. That's fine with me. I mean, man, when my, my team's playing, I'll always take a sweep. Like I don't, I don't want them to lose at all. Like I don't, see, I don't want to see no the love game. of the game, man. It's the hockey first, man. You want to see the good matchup, man. No, no because especially with the Lightning, <laughs> like if they get confidence and if they get close to winning, you know what I'm saying, and they're going for three in a row, like dang. And this will be if they do win, it'd be it would have been the first time since like the 80s, but that's not gonna happen. So um hoping the Avalanche go ahead and take them out and then kind of take over. Maybe they make their own run and, and win a couple in a row. That'd be dope. So oh, we'll see. Um, some other quick stories on here. We have Serena is gonna play in Wimbledon. Uh she entered as a wild card, even though she's technically not ranked right now, or or she wouldn't so, have made it in based on her uh, on her tournament participation. Um, she hasn't played since Wimbledon last year. 
I really hope she comes out firing though. Maybe some some way. I just want her to win one more major, but she need to get, let these another young player go in there. It's over for Serena, man. Sorry, yeah, she's not winning another one. And especially going in as a wild card, like her draw is probably going to be a little bit different. Like she might end up having to play some of the tougher brackets or some of the tougher players right away. So I don't know. I'll be rooting for her, but I'm going to be watching the tournament early, first week, for sure. I'm not going to wait too long. <laughs> I'm going to catch the first for it, though. Yeah. But um, other story over the weekend, uh, Mayweather was inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame. Oh. 27 people that were inducted because they hadn't had an induction since uh, 2019. So they did the 2020, 2021, and 2022 all at the same time. Was um, it a ceremony? Yeah, there was like a ceremony, and it's like oh, okay. in New York. And um, they even had like a little parade, like they were riding around in like little in the back of cars. It was kind of, it was kind of weird to see. We'll but um, um, Layla Ali was also inducted, and then one of the um, one of the Klitschko brothers, um, but he wasn't there because he's over uh, fighting. So, so we'll see. Um, Pop says about the uh, hockey, we were battle tested, taking them out. Got the emojis flying in there too. That's what's up. <laughs> I see you, um, Pops. Unk says free Brittany Griner. Um, her detention was uh, officially extended, um, and they're still talking about potentially um, trading um, maybe some people that we have captive that are uh, Russian nationals for her. So, man, how that progresses. That. As soon as there's some new news, though, we'll definitely uh, talk about that. Um. But speaking of something new, Live Golf happened, the first event ever. Um, Marcus, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it, but I wanted to give a qu- couple quick stats. Um, this is that Charles Schwarzel, um, who won the tournament, right? In his PGA Tour career, he's made an average of $80,000 per tournament start. In this first Live Golf event, he made $4.5, $4.75 million in his first event. Um, so... I think that demonstrates the lure for some of these average or middle of the pack golfers to, to, you know, go and try this new thing out. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I watched it. Cause you sent me a link. I couldn't even find it. I didn't know. I thought it was on ESPN or something, but you should, it's on YouTube. So um, after watching it, you know, we was hyped about live, but live is not going to last long, man. I, 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 I watched the thing. It just wasn't the same. I, I thought it would be a little more like the PGA kind of like, Still a little classy, but it was just they weren't they weren't ready. It, it was their first one, so it, but it looked like more like a video type game. Like, like I was watching Twitch or something like that. That's how it looked like the stuff and right they like the like, scoreboard and stuff like that. Yeah, they had like, like crushers and all that. No, no, we don't need to do that. Like I don't think you have to do that. So you you could tell they they wasn't ready and they it just wasn't. I don't think it, it leveled up to it. So maybe. Yeah, yeah, but that money it can't last. I just don't think that money can last like that. Four mil, like. Right, that's a lot, though. So I don't, I don't know, but they also interviewed. They had the Canadian uh, uh open this this weekend too. Roy Michael won that one, and they interviewed the commissioner, and he was very, very uh emotional, like kind of pissed off. Like he, he, he was just saying like I don't understand how they went over there and thought it's gonna be okay, but I did figure out. I didn't know that um he they they suspended, so they can't play on the on tour. But they can't yeah. play in majors because the major is a USA, USGA, yeah. so it's different from the PGA. So I'm like, oh, because even Phil he's playing this one this weekend. So and it's kind of weird because it's kind of touchy on people that they, they sick of talk, talking about it, but you, can, you gotta talk about it. They they dare, you know. So 
I don't know. I think it might work out for for them. So the guys that left because they can still play in the majors and do their thing there. They can't play on tour, but right. you know, no. But I don't. I have to say, I don't think I don't think Liv is gonna last long, man. I, I give him a year or two, and I think it's gonna be over with. Gotcha. That may be the life cycle. Um, if they don't catch on or, or build some fans some way. One thing I think that they should do, though, yeah, it was streamed on YouTube, and basically all the broadcasts, like CBS or sorry, ESPN, Fox, they're all shutting them out. Yeah, so like they're not, they're not, they're, they're not showing the score. They got they're one. I don't know. Who, is it? Is it? CBS NBA, is the only CBS one. one. Yeah, reporting on it online. Um, so, so I, I don't know though. Um, it it'll be interesting to see if it does last. But I do think on the YouTube live stream, if they opened up the chat and got some good moderators and just let people <laughs> chat in there, it would build engagement. And I think people would love that like type of, um, yeah. you know, that type of aspect. Cause that's something that the PGA could like never really offer, you know? Um, but, the, but the only um, thing is it's going to hurt them though, is because the players know now that we, we go over there, we spend it. We can't go, you know what I'm saying? Right. So the players before they didn't, they didn't know. They, they kind of thought it was they something. Sure. They, they thought did. they might be okay. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like, it's for sure. Like, so they, they got, they, they probably won't get no more guys now, you know? So, that's the only thing. you might get older guys that they can't beat the younger guys. They might go over there for the money. And I can see that happening, but the the the, the hot the, like the Roms, like the JTs, and like people like that, or Macro, they're definitely not going over there. So that's that's the only thing. It's gonna happen. it won't be no competition. You know, you you probably gonna notice it's like it's like Kevin Durant over there with the Warriors. You know who's gonna pretty much go? Who might win? You know? right. It's gonna be the top four players are gonna win. So that's the only thing with that. Gotcha. But yeah, the. The U.S. Open being this weekend, it is interesting that some of those players from the Live Golf are coming, and it's going to be weird yeah. to see like what yeah, kind of tension there is on the course together. Yeah. Uh, so um, let's see. Also, I have the Pac-12 on here. I want to talk about this a little bit more later in the offseason of college football, but the Pac-12 is um, has gone divisionless. They decided to have like no more divisions as far as north and south, and they started a new kind of schedule where – every team is going to play like basically like two or three of their main rivals. And then the rest of the schedule rotates. Um, this is something that probably will end up happening in the other big conferences, like the sec, the big 12, because they keep adding more teams. Um, and the old way of the scheduling is not really working out anymore. So um, this is a different way that they're going to try. And I expect the sec, the big 12, probably the big 10 they're probably going to do the same thing but i just don't know how soon we might see that because the schedules for the next like two or three years are already set so um, how, how many more years does oklahoma and uh texas have before they go to you guys i think two more years so i think that they're oh, joining okay. in 2025 2025. oh okay that's the plan yeah. anyway yeah, i think so i think that's when everything is going to really start changing um because the schedules are built basically built out until then so oh okay so we'll see. And then last but not least, we want to shout out Daniel Suarez, the first Mexican-born driver to win in a NASCAR race. Uh, he won um, on Sunday at Sonoma. And it's pretty cool. Um, Sonoma is like a, a road race. So, you know, there's like lots of different turns. It's not just like a regular oval. And Daniel Suarez has always been pretty good at the road races. He, he's like a, a, you know, better driver than just driving in circles, I guess. So this was a good opportunity for him to win. And it's up in wine country, so they had like big barrels of wine and stuff like that for the celebration. It was pretty cool. Um, He's the first, the first one. Yeah, first ever. So um, they even had like a um, <clears throat> um, and then Trackhouse is actually his team, um, and it's kind of a newer team too. And and um, Pitbull is involved too, involved in the ownership. And they only have like two cars, um, but they had like a 
um, a big old taco and like a flag that said num uh, win numero uno on it. Like, and they had it like ready for him. Dang. Um, so that was pretty cool. So definitely That's like dope. a fun little celebration there. Um, I'm looking real quick. I think that's pretty much it um, that we wanted to talk about here. Ankh brought up in the comments um, LeBron wants to own an NBA team in Vegas. Um, he did mention that um, recently in an interview. And I do think, like, it would be dope to get an NBA team in Vegas. I think it, the time is now. Um, they already have NHL, WNBA. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So if he brought it up, nah, he did that for a reason. So he is in the works. So I think it's going to happen. And that's going to be super dope. But do you do you lose a team uh, from somewhere else and bring them there? Or are you just gaining teams? I think if they wait long enough, I think they'll add two teams. I think they'll probably add like a Vegas team and maybe like go back Seattle. to Seattle. Yeah. Seattle has to get another team back there, man. They have to do yeah. it. So, so when that happens, though, so when that happens, though, do they do they go uh, the Oklahoma City? Do that that those uh, they get back those uh, those history back to Seattle? No, or you start all the way over. You start over like as a new franchise. Dang. So same thing that like this happened to like when the um when the Browns. Colts well oh yeah too but um you're right the Browns so when the Browns left and became the Ravens they took all that that's technically the original Browns like that's technically the franchise that the older players played for and then the Browns now really only started like they started all the way over like all those like Tesla and all that stuff is with the Ravens. I think, yeah, I think technically, because that's how that's really like the lineage of it. Um, but it's kind of weird, yeah, that's kind of true, though. It's like doesn't get brought up that much like that, but like you know, yeah, technically, Oklahoma City, you know, like Kevin Durant and stuff, he was like a supersonic, like, but if they created the Seattle again, it wouldn't be them, like, oh, okay, right, yeah. Oh, Anthony West's Browns owner left all the history, so maybe they just started over like that, but. Oh, Colts didn't leave all the history. Okay. So in Baltimore, you know, Colts left and went there. They they took it. So God, that's God. weird, though. But, of course, we all know what happened and, and where it was at. So I, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, we'll see if that happens. Grace is showing love for Mayweather. That's what's up. That's always been her guy. So um, definitely long-deserved. And, and he did apparently get a little bit emotional um, during the speech. So I definitely wanted to – I haven't had a chance to go back and watch and see what yeah, he I'm said. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I don't think Mayweather gets. I don't think he gets his like type. Of, like he brought boxing back because boxing was for a little while was like was like dead. Like people weren't really. It was boxing, but it wasn't like the same. Because when he remember he left, when he came back, he pretty much brought. Because we we wasn't really like oh middleweight middleweight or whatever division he was in. It was mainly like heavyweight was the top tier. But right. I think he 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 should be appreciated. He brought the boxing back for people to start like oh we got started again. You know. So I yeah. think he should get his doing, and for him to go, he beat everybody in his era besides Pacquiao. Like they kind of wait for that fight, but he still beat them. But I think everybody else, he they brought to him, he beat them, and it was like it was no question like he beat them. So yeah. uh, he he's definitely up there to me. He is Muhammad Ali. I think he's right there. I don't think it's no A. I think he's right up there with him. So for what he did for the game. Yeah, I agree, but I. I with what you're saying, especially because it's like, but people are, he was willing to be hated on and like didn't mm -hmm. care. And so like so many people do hate on him that they don't like really recognize how good. And, and like, he was literally putting on boxing clinics every time he went in the <laughs> ring. So, um, definitely, definitely well-deserved. So that's and One more thing happened over the weekend too. Uh, Tiger Woods became a billionaire athlete too. Uh, 
it came official with him too. But I don't know if it's a it's a big thing like LeBron because they both are still playing, you know. But I don't know if that makes a difference. But Tiger Woods did become that after what what happened with him, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's awesome, especially because he was well on his way to becoming the first athlete billionaire before yeah. everything happened in that, like, you know, back in that November or whatever, you know, over 10 years ago now, uh, yeah. when he ended up losing sponsorships and things like that. So he was definitely well on track. So it is interesting that, like, it's now happened. I didn't think LeBron would get there first, but the way money's going nowadays and, like, the investment opportunities and just the different – That's the key, you know, the investment. That's a common buddy. The Lakers, too, you know. They make some sales. Right. So I didn't. I know how. My buddy, he kind of broke it down to me how it happened. I was like, "Oh, so that's how that happens." Yeah. Some things got moved around, man. (laughs) Right. Some big estates. So. It is pretty crazy though. So, but yeah, three athletes only: Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and now Tiger Woods ever to hit the the billionaire. Anthony West says Kobe is close, and that was with his um his um body armor. Really, his body arm investor investment really helped him with that. Um, and not to yeah, uh, just always talk about it, but it's kind of cool that black men too. That's kind of like look ice on the cake. Definitely, it's inspiring. I think it's a it's a it's a it's a whole new whole new world. Some things still the same, but some things changing. So that's what's up. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll put it like that. So that's what's up. We'll go ahead and um wrap up the graphics um my couch friend today is sebastian um i don't have like i i just realized i don't really have an actual like uh plush sebastian but sebastian from the little mermaid and that's in honor of my nephew i did want to say thank you guys so much everybody that donated books um today is the last day that books will be given out but we do accept donations all year round um any support um or you know sharing that word helps so much Next year, we hope to bring it to even more hospitals, and we're hoping to build some um, small libraries, too, to bring so, to some different hospitals. So definitely hoping to get some things in the works there. Um, but to date, we've given out over 1,200 books, um, wow. and uh, we want to continue to to grow that and to be able to donate more books in my nephew's honor. So that's what's up. And I do want to say shout out to my sister real quick for what everything she does and puts into it and kind of continuing to grow this thing. So um, definitely wanted to say uh, thank you on that and kind of have that as my little um, final say. So <clears throat> Anthony Wesson asks, he says, how is Mayweather not a billionaire? I would say probably gambling. I don't even know, but he was, he was, he's close too. I think though, I think, I think he's very, very close to, I bet In some kind of way say he is, but I don't think it's the legal way of being. I think he might be, but it's not like, like it, I don't know how to say that, but it's not the professional way. No, yet. I know what you mean because, like, he might have even, depending on his assets and how things fluctuate, he might have even gone over and come back down, and you yeah. know, you know, different things like that. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> maybe the timing wasn't right for Forbes to, to be looking him up for, for the guy. The guy made a hundred million dollars in the hour with that other fight he did last fight, so yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he has it, but just not the way they ain't got track of it. He might have it cash wise, but it ain't. Yeah, how you supposed to get it? So, <laughs> Bob said MJ the goat of money, too. Yeah, definitely. He changed it, he changed the game for everybody else, too. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, um, but that's what's up. Do you guys want to do any other final saves real quick, or or um, have anything you want to um, to chat about real quick before we drop off of here? Uh, I think it was one more thing. I think today was flag day. I think, I think today, or was that yesterday? Oh. 
Yeah, no, today is flag day. That's true. Um, I gotta get. My I was being funny, but I don't think I don't know how you how you, how you celebrate. <laughs> no, I remember. Day. I remember because I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna. Um, I was actually gonna fly a different flag. Yeah, um, the red so, flag. Watch out for the red flag, y'all. Not that <laughs> one. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's funny. It, you know, it is funny too. Everything is a day. Every day is a day of some sort. Some. Um, but no, but that's what's up. So, um. Until next time, I guess that's it. Strizzy, you have anything you wanted to talk about? No, nah, man. Uh, just glad you got to talk about uh, you know, Sebastian's um, program, and that's about it. I think we have to be on that. All right, that sounds good. Um, oh well, actually, let me ask you one silly question though. Does your does your pillow have eyes back there, or am I? Oh, not buttons. <laughs> it's buttons oh. on the <laughs> so You can swap it out. Yeah. That's what's up. I always think something on everything on the couch is a character. <laughs> but all right, that's what's up. So um, we'll go ahead and close things out, though. I do want to say thank you for everybody watching and participating. We appreciate your comments and your engagement along the way. Um, we will be back next week for episode 147. But until then, it's your boy A Dub. And your boy is Jersey. And one more thing, I'm gonna be signing, I'm gonna be sending out an email, a petition about this Mexican pizza. They took it away again from us, y'all. So we're gonna be trying to get it back. They take it away. So we're ready to sign. Yeah. And so until we can get that Mexican pizza again. <laughs> Tacos, it is. <laughs> All right, that's what it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.